A blessed Sunday once again, brothers and sisters in Christ. I hope uh, hindi kayo nabasa on your way here. Uh, medyo lumakas yung ulan for a little while. I hope the guys, you guys are comfortable and dry. You know, it is the Burr months once again. And so, as Mr. Jose Marichan invades our social medias and his songs takes over our malls, we will also let the songs of Scripture fill our hearts as well this month. For the whole month of September, we will be learning from the book of Psalms, just as we have been doing for the past three years. And actually, I'm quite excited because this year we'll be studying some Psalms that are not quite familiar to many of us. Okay, and today we start by looking at Psalm 3. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had trouble sleeping? Have you ever had trouble sleeping? Have, have, do you often suffer from insomnia where you spend the whole night on your bed tossing and turning, turning left and right, yet not being able to find sleep? Can I see a show of hands? Sino dito has had has had has or having or had trouble sleeping before? Can I see? Okay, mga bata, nakita ko, okay? Even kids, yes, no? And um, I'm sure many of us have experienced this at least, at least one time in our lives. And we know when you cannot sleep, it's always not a pleasant experience at all. You know, my eldest daughter, Elise, always complains to me that you know, shorty can sleep so fast, daddy can sleep so fast, mommy can sleep so fast, but shut out, she takes a long time before she gets to sleep. Especially when she is worried about something, like she's worried about forgetting to do her homework. Yan, di raw siya makatulog. Or when she watch a scary video in YouTube or scary movie with the family, yan, nahihirapan ulit siya matulog. You know, that's why I have to limit her use of gadgets because, you know, my daughter gets overwhelmed by things easily and that disturbs her sleep. Usually when, you know, ganun naman talaga tayo lahat, diba? When we are overwhelmed with something, it's hard for us to sleep. Our minds keep thinking about that something. We are worrying about that. Even though we are already tired, gusto-gusto na natin matulog, but still... We cannot sleep. We keep on worrying. Our minds are working in over, overdrive, no? Kaya hindi tayo makatulog. But you know, this was not the case for the psalmist of Psalm 3, King David. You know, he was facing lots of troubles. He has enemies left and right, outside and inside his house. He has enemies, and yet his psalm tells us that in the midst of all his troubles, he laid down and slept. He laid down and slept. Yun yung nasa pinakagitna nung psalm niya. And not only that, in spite of the many threats in his life, he didn't only just uh, uh, lie down and slept, he woke up again, alive, rested, sustained. I know what many of you may be thinking right now. Sana all, right? Sana all. Now the question is, what was his secret to his rested life? How can he sleep knowing that he has enemies all around, even in his own household? 
Paano niya nagagawa yun? What is his secret? Let's find out together as we look at Psalm 3. So if you have your Bibles with you, whether physical or digital, open them with me to Psalm chapter 3. For we'll be looking at it and hopefully we will learn how to find sleep even when troubles are deep. How to find sleep even when troubles are deep. Okay, can I see a show of thumbs up kung nandiyan na kayo sa Psalm 3? Okay? Kung may nakikita akong mga inaantok dito, ibig sabihin kailangan nyo tong message na to. No? Para makatulog ng gabi. Now, the Psalter, which means the editor and the compiler of the Psalms, attributed Psalms 3 to David. Either David was the one who wrote it or it was written for him. And actually, this psalm is actually classified as a psalm of lament, okay? A psalm of crying because they, they, here, David was crying for help. David was crying for help. And you know, earlier this year, we have just gone through First and Second Samuel, tama ba? Naalala niyo pa, First and Second Samuel? We've gone through it earlier this year and we all learned that David's life was not easy at all. David's life was not easy. Yes, he was the model king of Israel, known and labeled as the man after God's own heart. But we learned from going through 1st and 2nd Samuel that his life was far from perfect. You know, we always say, is it David yan eh? But we learned that, you know, even the ideal king of Israel struggles the same struggle that we struggle today. And not only does the Bible, the, the Bible's history book affirms that, like 1st, 2nd Samuel, but also the Psalms as well. In many of David's Psalms, mas marami pa siyang lament rather than rejoicing. No? But his lament ends in rejoicing. You know, um, they're reflected actually in the opening verse of our psalm, Psalm chapter 3. Look at your Bibles, verse 1 and 2. It says, O Lord, how many are my foes, many are rising against me, many are saying of myself, there is no salvation for him in God. You know, as we can see, David has many enemies. We learned that also in our journey through the books of Samuel. Not only did David fight with um, uh, bears and lions when he was a shepherd, David fight against um, Israel's enemies like the Philistines. David has enemies even in his own nation as well, like King Saul. Do you remember how King Saul was hunting David because he was jealous of David? As we can see, David has many enemies. But you know, one story arc that we weren't able to cover earlier this year was David's enemies within his own household, within his own family. The rebellion of his own son, Absalom. The rebellion of his own son, Absalom. Actually, this was recorded in 2 Samuel chapters 13 to 18. After he sinned against God by adulter uh, from his adultery with Bathsheba and murder of Uriah this happened chapter 13 to 18 and let me tell you no this was probably the darkest time in David's life how can i say that because you know having your own son rebel against you your own son to rebel against you take your throne and try to kill you can you 
even imagine how bad that situation is. And this was actually the occasion of Psalm 3 as indicated in its title. If you look at Psalm 3, which uh, our, uh, our elder Patrick read, it was when he fled from Absalom, his son. Now, let me give you a short summary of this very sad story. It all started when one of David's sons, Amnon, raped his half-sister, Tamar. Okay? That's what happened after David sins against God. Two years later, Tamar's brother, which is Absalom, kills Amnon in revenge, and then he fled to escape. Two years later, Absalom returns to Jerusalem, and then he gathers the support of the Israelite people. And then after getting the support of the people, he plotted a coup against his dad, a coup to overthrow his father David, and then he invaded Jerusalem. And so what happened? David then flees to escape. And cutting a long story short, at the end, David won against the rebellion and survived. But his son, Absalom, didn't. So as you can see, it was a lose-lose situation to David. In the end, he still lost because he lost his beloved son. And by the way, this was to fulfill God's judgments against David through the prophet Nathan as the consequence of his adultery with Bathsheba. As we have learned before, for every sin, there is consequence. Yun nga, ito yung consequence na yun. And so when David cries in this psalm, how many are my foes, many are rising against me, he wasn't kidding. His own son was one of them, and even his own people. Now we understand the overwhelming predicament that David was in, tamaba. Now we understand. Now there's one thing when we face problem in our work or in school, but it is a whole other ball game when the problems are in our own homes, in our own family. You know, these are types of worries that keep us awake at night. As you can see, you know, life's troubles never end. And when we dwell in our troubles, there will be sleepless nights talaga. We all know this. King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 2, you know, he, has, he was having dreams and he has trouble sleeping. His sleep left him. You see, when we dwell in our troubles, there will be sleepless nights. When we dwell in our troubles, there will surely be sleepless nights. No, during my last residency in my doctor of ministry studies, we had a guest lecturer who taught us through Zoom. Kasi nasa ibang state na siya. And during one of those sessions, as he was teaching us and facilitating our class discussion, he suddenly stopped in the middle of a discussion. He just stopped. At first, we thought his internet froze or our internet froze. Kasi nangyayari yun sa Zoom, di ba? Biglang nandiyan yung muka pero hindi na gumagalaw. Wala na pala, na-cut off na pala yung internet. But then we realized that hindi, the internet was not cut off. He was still there. Our guest secretary was staring blankly at us and then he was staring off somewhere. And it was not just a couple of seconds, it was a couple of minutes. So imagine how, no, the awkward environment, ano nangyayari? We were all thinking, we were confused, we thought, actually we thought we have said something or we have done something to offend him. And then finally, after two to three minutes, 
he said something. He said sorry, and then he asked, can we take a break? And so, yeah, we took a break for around five to ten minutes. And then we learned from our advisor that our guest lecturer was not feeling well. He hasn't been sleeping at all. And he was struggling to function properly. And then after a few minutes break, we continued on with the lesson. We continued on with the lesson, discussion. And then after an hour, it happened again. He paused and we don't know what and we now we know what was happening. He was he was getting out of focus. And then he politely and then our advisor said, you know, he'll just take over the lesson and let our guest lecturer get his rest. Later on we found out that he just moved from one state to another. And the stress of the moving and the adjustment for his family is causing him the insomnia. How about you? What keeps you awake at night? What is depriving you of your much-needed sleep? Is it troubles in school? Are you struggling with your grades or your thesis? Is it trouble in fulfilling your financial obligations, whether in your business or in your family? Or maybe, are we having relationship troubles? Are you having health troubles in your family? Or maybe even ministry troubles? As it may be obvious already, our troubles here on earth, it never ends. Natapos yung isang problema sa isang area, may panibagong problema na naman in another. And when we dwell in our troubles, then we really cannot find rest. And when there is no rest, it is hard to function. It is hard to focus and do the things that we need to do. So, how can we find rest when we are always surrounded with so much problems and trouble? As we have said, David was able to find rest because he did not dwell in his troubles. Instead, he dwelled on the Lord. When we dwell in the Lord, there is rest, knowing he sustains us. Look at your Bibles in verse 3 to 5. He says, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. What do we see here? We see here that David chose to dwell on who God is in his life. For him, the Lord was his shield and his protector. The Lord is the lifter of his head. What does it mean? It means that he's the one who saves him from distress. Like when a person is drowning in water, what do you do to help him? You lift up his head to breathe air. Tamaba. The same way God lifts us up from drowning in our troubles and breathes hope and life to us in times of distress. You know, David does this. How does David does dwell in the Lord? He does this by remembering 
what God has done for him in the past. He has faced many troubles and threats before. And during those times, you know, God did not turn a deaf ear on him. He cried to the Lord, and the Lord answered him and delivered him. God delivered David from the lions and bears when he was still a shepherd. God delivered David when he faced the giant Goliath. God delivered David from the many attempts of Saul to kill him, even though he was not aware of it. Tinatapon na pala ni, tinitira na pala siya ni Saul with the spear. And yet God protected him. And even in the midst of many threats in his life, there are many times that he's amazed that he still wakes up after he sleeps. Gumigising, nakagising pa siya ng buhay. The Lord sustained and protected him while he was helpless and asleep, even though he was surrounded by his enemies. You know, I remember this one time during high school summer camp. I think it was at Ann Raquel's. Napakaraming nangyayari dun sa campsite na yon. There was one night I couldn't sleep because the day before, when we were praying for each room bago mag-start yung camp, we saw a dead, hairy spider beside the bed. And then the next day, when the camp began, began I realized, yung pala yung room ko. And so that night, I cannot sleep. I was alert and awake at night thinking of what other crawly creatures might be lurking in my room. Hindi ako matulog talaga. So what I did in the end is binalot ko sarili ko ng kumot, siniksik ko sa gilid ko para sure hindi sila makarusot para kagatin ako. Only then, when I, that, I, that I was able to fall asleep. I was wrapped like a mummy. You know, David did not have insects surrounding him wanting to bite him. He was surrounded by enemies trying to kill him. And yet he knows that God protects him even when he is helpless and asleep. In fact, in another psalm, he says in Psalm 4 verse 8, sabi niya, In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. He knows that God is protecting him. He knows that God protects and sustains him even when he is asleep because he knows that God himself never sleeps. In another psalm, Psalm 121 verse 4, it says, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. You know, my two kids sleep in their own room now ever since our third baby was born last year. But even though they sleep in their own room, they either uh, they want either their mom, my wife, or me to stay with them until they're asleep. Kung nakatulog na sila, pwede ka na kami bumalik sa kwarto namin. And sometimes we even need to hold their hands para makatulog sila. They need the assurance that someone is there with them before they can put their guards down and finally fall to sleep. It's the same way for everyone. We can only find true rest knowing that there's someone who is there for us. And the great thing is, indeed, there is someone. God is there to sustain us. And not only does He sustain us in our sleep, but He also sustains us when we are awake. Kahit gising tayo, He sustains us. He's the one who still sustains us. You know, I have to mention this because I know that today, people cannot sleep not because they are afraid they won't wake up. I know some of us 
here cannot sleep because they are afraid of what's in store for them when they wake up. Tama ba? But the thing here is, if God can sustain us in our most helpless state while we are sleeping, how much more can He sustain you when you are alive and awake? That is why the famous Psalm 23 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. Yet at the same time, He says, Even as I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for? For what? You are with me. He sustains us as we lie down or when we are awake. And David knows that his enemies are no match for God. In verse 7, sabi niya dito, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Parang boxing match lang. The same way, our troubles and our worries are no match for God. And Jesus reminds his disciples of that. In Matthew 6, verse 26, sabi niya, Look at the birds, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value, of more value than they? And in verse 28 to 29, sabi niya, And why are you anxious about your clothing? Have you considered the lilies of the field, how they grow? They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. So brothers and sisters, let us not dwell in our troubles that will only cause us sleepless nights. Our troubles are no match against the Lord, just like David's enemies are no match for his God. Therefore, let us dwell in our Lord instead, because in Him, we can find rest because He sustains us. And so the question now is, so paano ba, Pastor? How do we dwell in our Lord in the midst of our troubles? How do we dwell? How can we do what David is doing? Well, we can follow what he has done. First, he remembers how God has delivered and sustained him in the past. He remembers them. You know, I always remind those whom I mentor in my small groups, in my officers course, the student fellowship, and I've mentioned it a few times already here in the pulpit that the key to trusting God's faithfulness in the future is remembering how God has been faithful in the past. The key to trusting in God's faithfulness in the future is by remembering how God has been faithful in the past. You know, when we remember how God has sustained us last semester, even when we were buried with papers and assignments, then we know that God can strengthen us to finish our thesis. When we remember how God has provided for our children's tuition, even when business was bad during the lockdown, then we know that God can and will still provide for our needs even when gas prices are at an all-time high today. When we remember how God has healed us during the Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta variant of, of COVID, then we know that God can still heal us through the many different Omicron variants that we might get. 
today. Let me let you in in a little secret. You know, many times when I'm overwhelmed, kung andami kong preaching, andami kong kailangan tapusin, I have so, to write so many things and it's a tough week, I always tell God, ito lagi ko sinasabi sa Kanya, Lord, just get me through this week and wala na hihingiin. Laging ganon. I always tell God, Lord, just get me through this week and I know I can get through anything. You know how many times I've said that? I cannot count anymore. Because every time I say that, God delivers me, and God delivers me, and God delivers me. And I thought when there could nothing be anything worse that could happen, or any pressurized situation that I will be in, meron ulit, mas mahirap. And yet, God, I will say the same thing, and God will deliver me again. And I'm sure I will say it again. And God will deliver me again. You know, when we look back and remember how God has been faithful in the past, then we can be assured that He will continue to be faithful in the future. So, let's always remember His faithfulness to us. Maybe jot it down. Jot down the times you have experienced God's faithfulness every day. But because, you know, it will come in handy when you are overwhelmed with troubles again in the future. You can always easily look back at it. I know some of you post your thanksgiving in Facebook. Thank you, Lord, for this and this and this and this. You know, the great thing about this is you can always look back at it. And you will be reminded, oh, nga, no, Lord, you helped me through this. I'm sure you will help me again. It's a wonderful practice. If you don't want to post it in Facebook, maybe you have a journal to write it down and remember. Remember what God has done in the past and it will help us trust in God's faithfulness for the future. Another thing that the psalmist did was he cried out in the Lord in prayer in verse 7. Sabi nga, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. He cried out. You know, we dwell in the Lord's presence not only by remembering His faithfulness, but also by crying out to God in prayer. And you know, many of us are used to doing things in our own. We are very independent. We are very self-reliant. And so, and so many times, we only remember to pray when we are already drowning in our problems, when we are already worried and anxious. That is the only time we pray to God. But that is why Paul has to remind us in Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, sabi niya, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So before even worries, worry overtake you, pray. Pray. It helps a lot. And finally, we dwell in the Lord by entrusting our lives to Him. The final verse of the psalm tells us, in verse 8, sabi niya, Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessings be on your people. Here, David recognizes that salvation does not rely on him. It relies on God. 
God who says whom He will save, it does not depend on Him, nor it depends on His enemies. This is actually in a stark contrast in verse 2. Sabi doon in verse 2, mga enemies, sabi niya, Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for Him in God. His enemies believe that God will not save him because he has sinned against God. But on the contrary, who are his enemies to know whom God will save? And in God's word, God will always save his people. You see, our lives is not in our hands, but in the hands of our faithful God. Jesus also taught his disciples the same thing when he said in Matthew 6 verse 27, And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And the obvious answer is, no one can. Our lives belong to God, only He can take it. Our lives belong to God, only He can save it. And when we acknowledge that salvation belongs to God, then we can rest knowing that our lives depend on Him and Him alone. When you wake up, when you sleep, and then you wake up again, it's Him who wakes you up. And the good news is, mga kapatid, is this, our God is a dependable God. We dwell in our Lord by remembering His faithfulness, by crying out to Him in prayer, and by entrusting Him with our lives. And when we do so, we will find rest through Him who sustains us. Brothers and sisters, have you, are you having trouble sleeping? Do you always find yourself restless and tired? Are you overwhelmed with problems, worries, and anxieties? Then God is reminding you today to find rest in Him. And He gives rest to His people through His Son, Jesus Christ, who invites us to rest, to find rest in Him. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight verse 30, He says, Come to me, all of you who, are, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Brothers and sisters, are we dwelling in our Lord, in prayer, in remembrance of His faithfulness, and in trust? Have you ever experienced the rest that Jesus is offering you? If, then, if not, then what are you waiting for? Put your trust in Jesus and find rest in Him. Lately, I have a habit of writing a simple poem every time I study a psalm. And as I was studying Psalm 3, I wrote another one. Let me share it to you as I close. It says, Every night I will sleep, sleep so restful and deep, even if my troubles are plenty, for I know my Lord hears and sustains me. UECP, may we find rest in our Lord Jesus, even when troubles are plenty. Let's pray. Father, we give thanks for today. We thank you for the Psalms that you have given us. 
to remind us that life is not easy. Even the ideal king suffers. Even our Lord Jesus suffered. And yet, the great thing about these Psalms is that they do not only remind us, uh, they not only tell us that we are not alone in our struggles, but it tells us that we have a great God who is bigger than our struggles, who is always there for us, who is our shield, our protector, who is our sustainer, who lifts up, lifts up our head when we are drowning in our troubles. Father, we thank you for these psalms that reminds us that great is your faithfulness indeed. Amazing is your grace. And we thank you for these psalms that points us to Jesus Christ, the one whom you have sent to give us rest. Oh Lord, we pray that when we are burdened, overwhelmed with troubles, that sleep eludes us, help us, Lord, to rest in the bosoms of our Lord Jesus, to lie on Him and find rest and sleep, knowing that His arms is around us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And no one can pluck us away from His hands. Father, we give thanks for the Psalms. But most of all, we give thanks for our Lord Jesus. The Lord of the Sabbath. Amen and Amen. <laughs>